Oh my god, guys, get in here, quick! Oh my god, I can't believe it, guys, it's the apocalypse! Oh. Everything's going to hell! Oh, oh my god, look outside, there's locusts! Oh my god. Eh, uh, okay, that's not so bad, I can deal with locusts. Well, look, there's frogs! It's raining frogs! Yeah, I can deal with that. You know, they don't have teeth, and they're kind of soft and squishy. It's, I, I think we can survive this. Yeah, this ain't so bad, guys. Locusts, frogs, we can just wait this out. My. God. What? What is it? Look up in the sky, Kevin. What? Where? What? Oh my God, is that the Fort Horseman of the Apocalypse? Eh. Uh... No! All right, oh! oh! the cabin! This is the worst apocalypse ever! You are now entering the fort. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 42 of the Fort Podcast. Yeah! Episode 42. And I want to say congratulations to Mike Costantini for you. being uh, snatched up. Happy He's off the market. <laughs> to Mike. Happy engagement to Mike. Thank you. Thank Happy you. engagement to Mike. Happy engagement to Mike. Yes, and sir. many more. <laughs> Lord. Well, no, I don't think no, you're no. supposed to say oh, that. Yeah. Kevin, oh, you're not supposed to say that part. No, you only want to be engaged once. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, yes, I'm engaged. I'm very excited. Uh, and uh, you sound very excited. The Susanna now. Yeah. Well, I proposed to her, good sir. You, know. <laughs> you didn't do. No, it. I'm very excited. You didn't do it when she was unconscious and just put the ring on her finger. <laughs> and sleep. She's like, "What are you doing? Nothing." <laughs> <laughs> I guess that wouldn't be a bad proposal. I mean, you know, the woman be all surprised. Wake up in the morning, you're you engaged. Oh, that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, yeah, what, if, what if, like, she's like, she just wakes up and doesn't notice and she scratches her, her, her you know, she rubs her knuckles in her eyes to, to yeah. wake up and she's like, ah, my cornea, what have you done? <laughs> you know what I've always wanted to do to someone that's sleeping? And I know this is bad, but I always wanted to put an egg in the palm of their hand uh-huh. and then, like, tickle their nose or something. And then have you know, have them like you know just smash the egg. Smash no, the thing face? is with whipped cream or shaving cream because with an egg there's too much uh, like it might roll off. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, and you might have to clean it up too. But yeah, but wouldn't might. that be funny if there's a whole egg? I mean, well, I no, know. but no, the uh, toothpaste is better. Yeah, put yeah. a little toothpaste on their hand. Now, right? if you want to take it a step further, though, hard boil the egg. But uh, then that's just mean. Like, <laughs> I guess, yeah. It's like, Mike, why do you have that black eye? But <laughs> <laughs> well, it could be nice because then you wake up and you got the uh, the egg and you can just have it for breakfast. Uh, See, I think about these things. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yes. Uh, thank you, guys. I appreciate. It. <laughs> Happy engagement. So, when, when when are you thinking about the the, the big day? Uh, probably next summer, I think. Next summer. Yeah, next summer. So it's uh, what now? It's June. We're recording this now. So a year from now. Yeah, a year from now. All right. In case, in case there's any second thoughts, <laughs> you, where you, where a year you, to work them out. What are you thinking about honeymoon? I I don't know actually. We haven't. I mean, we haven't really. I don't. I don't like to travel to you know too far. So maybe someplace close. And your family approves of her? Oh yes. Yeah. Like, Does her family approve of you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did, did they Did they ever sit you down and ask for uh, what your motives were? <laughs> no. Uh, you know, did, it's did nice. You, did you sit down with Susanna's dad and ask permission? Oh yeah. Did you? No, I asked her mom. Uh, oh, you asked, you asked the mom though. Yeah. Well, her dad lives in Denmark. Um, they're you know they've been separated for cheapskate. <laughs> well, good sir, you have Skype these days. Yeah, right? yeah you should have Skyped permission. Yeah. But I, I talked to her brother about it too. No, but there—that's the one thing about uh, that makes it all easier—is that our families get along really. My my parents are very easygoing. I mean, you guys know my folks, and and uh, her Hard mom cases. is really nice. Her 
brother's really cool, and I've talked to her dad numerous times in, in Denmark. I've never met him in person, but he's pretty nice too. So I approve of you taking my daughter's hand. Yeah, so there wasn't any like you know, uh, there's no like Romeo and Juliet kind of stuff going on, you know. <laughs> Does she have a Danish dowry that she's gonna? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, Susanna's been. Uh, she is Danish. She's actually. Uh, she's she's on a green card here. So. Oh, oh now we get it. It's yeah. all. So then there definitely is a dowry. No, she doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't want to be. Uh, she wants to keep her Danish citizenship. She's gonna because she's allowed though. to live here. She pays taxes, works like normal. But so, so you're like Andy McDowell, and she's like Gerard Depardieu. I guess, but if she wanted to be, become a U.S. citizen, it'd be pretty easy. Then I guess. So, yeah. mm. But this is the easiest way. But love. she's lived here like her whole life. You know, like they moved over when she was like eight. Are you nervous? About getting married? Yeah. No. You know, Susanna moved in a while ago. It's not, it's not really any different. I mean... Uh, now there's know. babies on the table. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're on all baby diet. <laughs> were you saying I knocked her up? No, that's not what we're No, I'm married. just saying like that's a you know viable option now. You have to think about that. Oh, well, yeah. You know. Passing down your seed. Yeah. I, I think about sperm. <laughs> uh, I, I know, I, you know fatherhood does scare me a little bit. Um, it should. Yeah, I don't know. It's a whole other life. I, I I like dogs because you know you can. Well, because kids, that's a tab that you're going to be picking up the the check at dinner like for 18 years, right? <laughs> at least. Well, you could with a dog too if it lives that long. Raising a kid, you're gonna you're gonna sink in two hundred fifty thousand dollars. And I mean, with a dog, you know, you got to send Ooh, it to school. That was, sometimes. that was the latest tab that they. Sometimes dogs right? have to be sent to school. You got to pay for that. You know, only if they're disobedient. Dogs are not that different than kids. I mean, it's just. What? You know, yeah, the there is a difference. Yeah, there's a pretty huge difference. Uh, well, like for hugs, for one. Yeah. <laughs> well, they've got pretty nice, you know, lovable paws. I mean, a baby yeah, but can't they, hug. But they can't Babies hug can't hug as well as dogs. And dogs know. can't go, da, da. Yeah, they can't. They'll never be able to say it. Yeah, but they can go, like, I mean, if your name is Mark, maybe you can believe that they said your name. Mark, Mark. Yeah, Ed, you haven't actually, you haven't told this story on the podcast, I don't think, but. What? You were house sitting me for me once and oh didn't i not tell it i don't know I if did, I did. But it, it, it doesn't matter tell it again it's just it's hilarious <laughs> it's one of the funniest stories i've ever heard uh i i was i was house sitting for mike one time and uh and it was great because uh because uh, i live in an apartment with two dudes so like whenever <laughs> mike would go on vacation i'm just like oh look at me i'm the man in the house so it's like midnight one in the morning and i'm enjoying a cocktail in, in the backyard uh like surveying the fruits of my labor uh <laughs> and uh I hear in the backyard of the of the of the neighbors next door neighbor yeah, yeah and you can't really see anything because uh, there's like big shrubberies and stuff yeah. um, but I hear uh, a woman going here Philly here boy here Philly 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 and uh, I don't know why I thought this was a good idea but I go I'm right here <laughs> and then the woman goes not funny dogs missing <laughs> and, <I was> like, <laughs> and she's worried there's coyotes around here which yeah. there are too but that was the thing the next morning when I was getting ready to, to go to work I walked to my car and I see a coyote run by and I was like oh my god he probably ate Philly <laughs> I felt terrible nah but I, you know I've since heard that dog barking so yeah oh, it was so fun let's get those coyotes over there yeah. so it was funny yeah <laughs> Now yeah, I'll let you go over there now and be like, "Hey, so now can you admit that I was that was adorable?" <laughs> no, Come on, okay. I mean, most people would laugh because right, you did it like a dog. Funny. You're like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> hey, I went to the dentist today, guys. Oh yeah, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, Lou Turchi, Lou Turchi. Yeah, he's an Italian guy. Um, you know, it's funny. I had been. Uh, I actually, I'm like four months or five months overdue going in to see him because you know you're supposed to go every six months. Uh huh. And uh, sometimes I just get so worked up about going in, I just I kind of postpone it a little bit. Mm. And Lou always kicks my ass. 
Um, so anyway, I finally went in today, but you know, it wasn't too bad today. Like he gave me a little bit of shit for not coming in. And he's a good dentist. Like, you know, he knows I have good teeth. Like, I never really have any problems. Does he uh, use gloves? Him. He, uh, yeah, he uses gloves, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I bleed a lot, too, you know. I, I'm a, And that's why he always busts my balls. Um, but one... <laughs> why don't... You know, if you floss, you wouldn't bleed so much. Why, no. Now, that's the thing. I'm like... <laughs> I, I was like, you know, Lou, I, I don't like flossing. I just I just don't. I told him, I'm, I'm straight up. I mean, I'm like, I don't like to do it. <laughs> and he's like, I know, Michael. I know you don't like that's to a do very, it. That's a very offensive thing to say to a dentist. Um, and he's like... But I'm like, you know, well, because my, my bottom front teeth, they're very close together. So it's kind of annoying, like trying to get the thing in there. I just don't like the feeling of it. Mm. But anyway, so he said something really interesting to me today that I just, I, 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 it's been in my mind the whole time. He said, uh, Michael, when you floss, you got to do it gently. You got to do it. You got to be gentle. You got to be like two porcupines making love. That's what he said. Or what? Why not floss like you have sensitive gums? What he, but he used that analogy, and I was like, I was trying to think about the analogy, like two porcupines making love. And saying careful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because if a porcupine just starts thrusting away, then yeah. they're going to get uh, impaled. If they get drunk and just start fucking, then yeah, they're going to kill oh, each other. So that's what it meant. Yeah. Because he said, yeah. Well, it's based on an old joke. It's a how yeah. do two porcupines make love? Very carefully. Ah. Yeah. Like it's been in movies. Well, because I was trying to picture two, I was trying to picture two porcupines making love, and it didn't make much sense to me, you know? And I, I sort of laughed when well, they I mean, said it. I mean, missionary. I mean, have you ever seen two porcupines making love? That's the only way I can come. <laughs> yeah, it's probably on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure if they're doing missionary, like one lays down on its back and the other one like, gets on top. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah, but, but the, it's very central because they're making eye contact. But how can a porcupine lie on its back? Because he's got all these needles. Yeah, so. but, they're, but they, they're, when, they're, when they're chill... And then they put the needles down. down. Yeah, it's ah. kind, of, kind of like a peacock. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like like you can pet a porcupine going one way, but if you pet it the other way, that's when you get the boom. Ah, you wish you were stickers. dead. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so anyway, my teeth are good, so I'm happy about that. Mm-hmm. But you know who is great? Oh well, well, who could it be? Who could it be? Our next guest. Our next guest is great. Really? It's other than Jamie Flam from uh, the Spanglers Jamie and the Longshot Podcast and the the, the hit show uh, Encantada. La, La Encantada. La Encantada. No, Jamie is a very good friend of ours too. So I've this is known him for episode. years, and I would take a bullet for him. Yeah, he's 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 one of those guests that uh, every member of the fort is is very pleased to know as a person, yeah. and we're all good buddies and friends. So he's really helped his friends out along the way too. Totally. He's a very talented guy, very so. nice man. And then uh, even better after the Jamie Flam interview, stick around because we're gonna have another episode of the Fort Wrap Up. Woohoo! Yeah! Fort Wrap Up! Yeah! Get your guns! Come on now! Fort Wrap Up! Yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, come on, come on, come on. What up? What up? What up? What up? Yeah. Man, you're so street. Well, yo, yo, you kind of represent where you come from, right? (laughs) You have changed, my friend. You have changed. Oh hell no, no. You know, you just gotta be, you gotta be real. You know, and where I'm from is a place uh, called the street. Uh, Okay, the street, California. No, but you're from Northern California, right? No. No. Where are you from? I'm from the San Fernando Valley. Oh, okay. So you're... I'm born you're, and raised. You're a porn baby. I am a porn baby. <laughs> As Brody Stevens said, you're 818 till you die. Mm-hmm. So you are right at home on this podcast because we are in the San Fernando Valley at this this point. I'm right at home. Literally yep. at home. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, we're kind of on the hill. Jamie's moving in. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're right, right off. I don't know. I don't want to like break the uh, illusion to your audience, but we're on Laurel Canyon, off of Laurel Canyon. Studio City is actually part of the San Fernando Valley. So, and Laurel Canyon is my favorite place in the city. No. Oh yeah. Go. Really? I get to drive up and down every day, and just it's got kind of a hippie vibe. It's kind of it's nice. And do you like it when there, when there's lush. traffic, or do you like it when there's uh, no traffic? I'll take no traffic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but when there's <laughs> what traffic, kind of question is that? What because, kind of weirdo would be like? Because, oh, I love traffic. No, and because I, he loves Laurel Canyon, and if there's traffic, he gets to spend more time on it. Nah. I will say, I, when I try to be zen in the moment, like when there is traffic, I'm like, you know what? This is beautiful. I'm trying to enjoy it. And I try to remind myself <laughs> that there are worse places I could be. Ooh, but right. I still prefer no traffic. Well, that's good. Um, what, I, what, uh, what I love about Jamie is, uh, even though uh, he's, a, he's an international superstar, sure. like we've known Jamie for, since uh, 2006, yeah. uh, when uh, we were all young and, and, and eager. I want to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were funny and still are. Oh, I wasn't looking for a compliment. No, but you are, and you're handsome, and uh, Dude, what are you I like doing? your shirt and your pants. Stop it with my pants, too. <laughs> and the way those headphones just make your face look oh, svelte. I, I just wear them on, you know, for the fort. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, one of your favorite things, that, um, one of my favorite things that you're doing right now is the Spanglers. Uh, sure. So, how'd that get started? Um, well, I, I, I do the Spanglers, uh, which is a fictional husband and wife team. Um, uh, with Vanessa Ragland, and uh, she's someone I've known about as long as you guys. And we wanted to do a project together, and organically came up with this ridiculous um, world that we created for these these uh, performers. And does it take place in the fifties, or is it unspecified? No, it takes place in the present. Oh, I always thought you guys were like kind of like from the like it was like a time warp. You no, know, well, they, they I mean they 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 do um, harken back to a bygone era. They're kind of very um, Donnie Marie esque. Mm-hmm. Um, at a time when there was like a lot more, a lot more earnestness, earnestness is taking it like the fact that you're a performer and like, we're going to perform for this, for this country. They represent <laughs> for America, the Spanglers. Mm-hmm. You guys is original music and original, yeah. like, like you guys don't half-ass anything. Like you guys really like with the costumes and the music and the choreography and even the stuff like just like for the fans, like taking pictures with those goofy posters oh, with, yeah. the, with the faces cut out. Like you guys really, you just have a lot of ideas. We do have a lot of ideas, and this is a project that allows us to do them. But the, the Spanglers, as part of their persona, is they like to put on a fucking show. Can I curse? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah fuck, 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 shit, <laughs> fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> you just tone it down a yeah. little bit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have no pride with uh, <laughs> language. I'll say it. Fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck, cunt. <laughs> Oh my god! I said it. Wow. <laughs> you know, you know. Let me ask you this: Like, how did "cunt" become such a oh, word? <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we're gonna offend the one female listener that we have. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just asking. Sorry, like, Julie. <laughs> how did how did "cunt" become so much worse than the word "fuck" or the word "shit" or? No, how did it's, or, it's just it's just a loaded word where that's become or at least in America. I could think of yeah. like uh, ten other words that are worse than than cunt. Well, like, no, where did that ever can't. come from? Like name one word worse than cunt. Yeah, nigger. No. Whoa, okay. whoa. <laughs> yeah, but okay. people say n word when they say. But, the, the, yeah, the Spanglers but, but, are uh, the Spanglers are a funny sort. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they will they will say anything. <laughs> like, but that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. In, in every, England, every, the C word. Yeah, isn't but such a every bad group word, yeah. has a, uh, every demographic has a word that's that's not cool, and you can either just respect it and then move forward, or you can stand your ground and then. Uh, 
be awful. <laughs> yeah, in England they say bloody, and it's like, oh, he's just said bloody. Oh, that's crazy. He, he's a bad man. No. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I always thought like bloody, bloody would take off in England because, you know, like the zombie phenomenon right now of TV is like really going strong. And so like bloody would just be like kind of one of those natural words that you just speak, you know, because, oh, eh, you know, what, what would a guy, what would an English guy say like if he saw like a zombie attack, you know, I'd be like, oh, it's a bloody mess, man. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and like, yeah, but that, that's yeah, bloody. I don't think that's a bad word. Like, bloody. It's not like, bloody. It's not, I mean, I mean, it's not a bad word. I, I, just, like, I, I ate a bloody steak the Ke- other night, man. Kevin, you know, was, it's like that's uh, Jamaica. But Kevin was making a joke when he was saying bloody. It's, it's no one's really getting something about. Well, bloody. that's what I'm saying. But yeah, well, it's, uh, you know, well, it's, it's it get a little kick to it. Yeah. But yeah, it's not. But bottom line is, I don't think the word cunt is so bad. I guess maybe it's how you. Well, say I'll tell it. you what. Uh, it's say, how you say it. Say to a woman to her face, and let's see how, well, how far never, you get. I've never said without that getting to, a purse whipped to your face i've never said that to a woman but i'm just saying like what is the there, difference between like what you say yeah you, you know you and you like just, in other words i mean it's like yeah you, know, you just don't say it you could say you hey it. I, I could say this i could say like ed you're a fucking melon dude not cool yeah but <laughs> that's what i'm saying a melon come I, I could say no but you're let's, the, let's the just say the last guy that called me melon is no longer alive okay i, like, I, I, I could say Ed, you're a fucking cha-cha. Dude, that's disrespectful. So Melon and well, cha-cha? I don't even know now, what that that, means. now that's racist. You know? That's racist. But what that's, I'm saying that's is... That's a gangster female, but it's like the C word. It is the C word. You see, at this point, I don't even know what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is words are just words. It's not like, uh, you know, like, they, they. how do they have such strong meaning sometimes? It's I, cultural. I, I think you're fighting a fight. Where, where, where did cunt, yeah, where did cunt oh, become God. such a, a horrible word? Like, I, I, it just... Is just some there, word, it's because there has to be a bad word. Yeah, there I guess so. Like maybe that's that's, <laughs> so, just, that's just I don't so, know. Yeah. Okay, Jamie, maybe so, so, context, or, or, so is Mike trying to defend the c word? Well, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you could say much worse things. You know, like you could say made up gibberish. Okay, I have right, never. Right. Don't and, don't and, say that the other word again. Okay, but what's a worse word than the c word to a woman? I actually I don't know. I mean, you had <laughs> ten. You said, <laughs> but no, I, I would say bitch, horror. Uh, not as bad. Not, not as bad. bad. Not nope. as bad. One's, a, one's, a, on one's a title, and the other one's an attitude. What's the difference? Like, <laughs> what is the difference? Like you, you say, you say cunt, you say bitch, you say horror. I, I don't mean, say those words. I respect they're all, women. They're all bad. You know, <laughs> neither do I. I've never once called. Oh, I'm just gonna say this for the record. I've never once called a woman. A bitch, a cunt, or a whore. Why would you... Okay, so why have you never? Because it's not in my mentality, but what I'm saying is So why are you fighting this fight that no one's asking you to fight? Well, no, I'm not. I'm I'm just saying, (laughs) what are the differences of the words? Like, why is one more important than the others? It, you know, to it, me, it's, like it's, you, the, it's a hard consonants. I, I guess if, if, if once once a word has a hard consonants, it becomes, yeah, has a little more sting. I, I guess right, the I could see like I could see how bitch became softened. Because bitch refers to a female dog. And female dogs... <laughs> what, Mike? <laughs> female dogs can be very cute. I mean, because they are. They're female dogs. I mean, you, sure. me... Cock-a-doodle. Yeah, cockadoodles, whatever. Uh, All of us, we could, we could love female dogs, right? We uh, could love female dogs. Of course. I've loved female um, dogs in my past. Like, I had a beagle that was a female dog. I never once called her a bitch. But... What I'm saying is, in the classic sense, in the classic sense, Uh a bitch is a word for a female dog. And faggot is a bundle of sticks. Jeez. (laughs) You know? But it's a bad word. It's still a bad word. Where did ever, where did all this stuff 
Where did gay become a bad word? Like, well, it's not a bad word. <laughs> because I watched old musicals. I was in musicals as a kid where, like, I was saying, like, I'm feeling really gay today. And, well, and, then, and you know, it meant I was feeling very happy. It just meant the definition changed. Yeah, and it's, and yeah. it's, it, it's just all intent, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can, you, you can say, you, okay, look, gay. You could say my friend's gay and who is homosexual but if you say it with the, the intent of like oh you do something that i don't approve of so i'm going to use that word and then that's when it becomes bad that so car you just bought is gay <laughs> so jamie uh, you're on the long shot podcast <laughs> who is your wild card <laughs> since, since we obviously know who ours is tonight <laughs> i'm definitely the wild card i think oh yeah yeah, yeah. Did, did, uh, have you uh how do, how do they discipline you um, I think they berate me. <laughs> I, I know like, like feeling, what's, what's, what's the worst thing that you've done that where, where it got the biggest berating? Um, well, I talk often about, um, the Immaculata, which is like my weird culty. Um, it's well, not- I, I've drank in the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I love yeah, it. yeah. I don't think um, it's a culty thing. Jamie, for our listeners, please explain the, uh, Immaculata. The Immaculata, uh, to, to put it simply is, uh, just, uh, it's a, it's a program at this point for artists to um, treat themselves in a way that is most effective to be productive and happy. Um, and so it's like just, you know, taking care of yourself and doing things like that so that, um, you know, as an artist, you can get shit done. There's also charity work involved sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, just doing your so best. So it's not just for you. It's like for the community. Yeah. It's, like- it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's taking, it's, it's basically a community of people that can work together to inspire each other to, to, to do their work get work done as an artist and um, be happy and right. And you know, you're trying to be healthy. I'm saying this as I have my like fourth <laughs> gym beam and that's a problem. Coke, Coke zero. That's part of Maculata. It's you're like right. cutting out the sugars. It, it is. It is. It is. <laughs> okay. So you talk about it on the long shot and they, and they don't like it. Oh no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Just zero tolerance. Who's, who's, who's more angry about it? Uh, Eddie or Sean? Um, at this point, Eddie, Eddie Pepitone, who's one of the most, funniest comedians out there right now yeah i agree um but he likes to um you know find the holes in in the theory and and make me look stupid <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's all in good fun yeah well i mean that's that's the thing about uh eddie uh it's because like when i was with my ex um for some reason who uh you, you guys know who i'm talking about um she was very sweet very kind very quiet but for some reason even though she wasn't calling attention to herself in any way, every comic show we would go to, someone just some comic would just like single her out and just start railing on her, and it would just be so <laughs> weird for me because it's just like, oh, it's a comic doing what they're doing, but at the same time, it's just like, fuck every time, like right. so. Then it's just like I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? And that's awkward. Ben Cavett called her a c word one time. Yes, talk about yeah, C-words. and it wasn't cool. It wasn't cool. Uh, at all. So then, <laughs> so then uh, one time. Uh, 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 she sneezed while Eddie Pepton was on stage. And he was like, will you shut the fuck up? And I was like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> but but she laughed. And I was just like, oh, that's what I love about Eddie is that he could say anything to you and and as mean and as angry as possible. But it's still he still manages to make it funny. No, absolutely. No, he's, he's a man of many. Um, what's the word when um, you are always the opposite of what you just said? <laughs> Contradictory. Yes, that is the word. I'm really bad with words. Um but no, for everything he says, like he'll come back two minutes later and say the exact opposite. So you take what he says with, with the extreme salt. conviction both yes. times. Yes. <laughs> he can completely go to the other side with as much conviction. 
which tells you a lot about performing in general and just having an opinion. That's that's what I get the most shit for. Mm-hmm. Is I I never have an opinion on anything, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. and I do, but um, it's just it's it's um it's a lesson in 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 standing for what you want no matter what you're doing. Are you you're easily swayed to the other side? You're Me, like, I think this, and then I'm like no, that's no, 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 no. I just never think anything at all. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> uh, I know what you mean because, like, I I think by nature, like, I'm kind of nice and people pleasing, which is kind of a bad thing. But also, like, I something has to be really bad for me to be like passionate and get angry about. You know what I mean? Or it's just kind of like I'm. Uh, it's like oh, somebody likes this band. It's just like uh, I was just talking about it with Kevin earlier today. It was just mm. like before I used to be <clears throat> such a big music snob. I was like, oh, you like that top forty band? You're an idiot. Right. But now I'm just like, oh, you feel anything at all from something? All right, it doesn't for me, but go ahead. Like, no, no I think I think that's part of growing up. I think we're all growing up here. So, uh, in Immaculata, what's one of your favorite things that's happened to you, or uh, that's come out of Immaculata? Well, for me, I mean, just taking care of myself and um, and working on myself and proactively just trying to better myself. You know, in the last year and a half, you know, my career has definitely um, been taken to the next level. Just everything takes off, like when you take care of yourself and and just and work hard on being a better person. You've picked up better habits. For sure. And again, right now I'm drinking a shitload of Jim Beam. And <laughs> but, that's, you had, that, that's but, a, but you had Coke Zero sport. and gluten-free chips to balance it I, out. I had, uh, like, it's all about balance. Bag. You're right, balance. That is the key. That's, that's, that's the fork influence, though. You know, Ed, <laughs> my, you know, my favorite uh, song that's kind of like a... Uh, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? Yeah, well... Uh, it's a classic. I was going to say, you know, it, it's a Wham, Carol's Whisper. I I love that song. Oh, yeah, I will listen to it. That's a good song. Yeah, I, I like absolutely it. love it. You know, like I, I, what are you gonna do? Not slow dance when you hear that song? <laughs> I I don't know. Like I just, but you know, I will actually listen to that like once a day, and I get all pumped up. That uh, saxophone solo really? fantastic. Once a yeah. day. Yeah. Wait, wait, what? Once a day. I'm never gonna dance again. You listen to that song once a day. Yeah, I love that song. That's weird. And I get all pumped up. Is yeah. it on your I don't on listen your phone? to any song once a day. Yeah, I can't think of the last time I heard a song like two days in a row. Why? Why? Why does? Why do? Why does music have to be like guilty pleasures? Like why? It's not. You know, like that. That's that's my one thing. Like, you know, I love that song. I also love uh, Scorpions. When to change? I will listen to that like once a day, and I get all pumped up. Ed, you've inter- inter- introduced me to a lot of new music, a lot of great stuff. All guilty pleasures. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say innocent pleasures. <laughs> but you know, it's like that's gonna you be know, my new album. I, I, pleasures. I sometimes feel like I would just want to come out and roar and say like, you know what? I love this song by, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you should have but, but, and then everybody will shoot you down. Yeah, like, but most stupid. people do. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that my song, Innocent Pleasures, is about child molestation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? What are you. Loss of Innocence Pleasures? <laughs> it's a joke. Uh, <laughs> well, the funniest say, jokes what? are those that you have to explain, right, guys? Well, now, Ed, Ed's always very. He tricks me a little bit, you know? <laughs> Mike? You should never feel ashamed of something that makes you happy. No, I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I listen to Bon Jovi regularly. Like you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> Sorry, I, bro. I, I actually. Sorry, bro. <laughs> uh, what are your guilty pleasures? Yeah. What are your uh, music wise, movie wise, TV, yeah. anything? I had a fish phase. All right. Uh, so well. you were in a fish. Yeah, but fish is like jam for band, like my jam first band? year of college. I mean, I, I all the stuff I listened to, into high school is like Smashing Pumpkins and Pearl Jam and. Well, what are you gonna do? It was the nineties. Right, but, I, I, but I'm trying to like, no, there's no more guilty pleasures because basically a guilty pleasure is like something that some pretentious asshole is going to judge you against. Exactly. And fuck those pretentious assholes. Even though I am a pretentious asshole, when it comes to music, I, I can be very judgy, but like, who cares? 
I listen to... Uh, well, Huey Lewis in the News is my guilty pleasure. That, Huey that, Lewis? That's yeah. not even guilty. Power that's of not love? guilty, yeah. I listen to... Uh, but there are guilty pleasures. That, like, if, like, what if I had, like, a... I don't know, like a like a Katy Perry t-shirt on or something. Wouldn't you want to make fun of me? Well, I've never seen you in a t-shirt before, so a Katy Perry buttoned-up work shirt. <laughs> you know what, Jamie? I'm I'm so glad you said that. I like. <laughs> what do you like? I would buy that for you, dude. Like, <laughs> it's like a mad folded when you put the shirt together. It makes your face. Hey, cool. <laughs> Jamie, I'm so glad glad you said that. I love Richard Marks. Uh, Hazard part whoa, one whoa, and two. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> a line needs to be drawn somewhere. <laughs> Hazard part one and two. I love the song. It's, Hazard. it's a great storytelling song. I'm, I'm sure like most of our listeners, they probably never heard it, but... What's his big the- song? What's Richard Marx's big song? Uh, what? Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will we'll be, right be right there. there oh my god, I've heard that for you. Well, that's have great we talked, song. Have we talked about it before? Like My, my favorite guilty song. pleasure of, uh, genre is mom rock. Uh, mom rock was because now like uh like parents are cooler now than before mom rock was that era of like it was like long hair to be bad boys but they sing soft songs for, for you know for the soccer mom so it'd be like michael bolton richard marks oh sure um uh what else rod stewart was definitely oh mom. rod stewart by the way uh rhythm of my heart awesome song you have you guys ever listen that, to that large no. huh <laughs> rhythm of the night yeah no, rhythm, rhythm know, of my sure. heart, yeah. <laughs> All the rhythm of my heart is beating like a drum. People the words I love you are rolling off my tongue. Great song. Don't Great song. Oh, I was thinking of Heart Murmurs. No, yeah. Those are dangerous. <laughs> I, used to, I used to listen to that like when I was going to sleep at night when I was like in grade school. And I get all pumped up. It's a well, terrible time to listen to yeah, that Yeah, seriously. Song. You try to go to sleep. Why do you want to listen to a song that I don't know. Up? Like, I was always kind of this young kid. That, Why aren't like, you listen like Mazzy Star or Enya, like, oh, like a person our age? Mazzy Star. Yeah. <laughs> I've never revealed this on the fort oh. or anywhere. Uh-oh. For exclusive. Uh, for exclusive. But, you know, maybe <laughs> Jamie's. Exclusive. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> zoom, zoom. I always thought, by the way, I always thought Taste the Rainbow. I always thought that was a very haunted, ghostly kind of thing. It never made me want to eat Skittles again. It like freaked me out. But anyway, agreed. Um, like I, you know, maybe it's Jamie bringing this out. Maybe it's you guys. I don't know. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll credit me. Susanna's here too. Let's say yeah, Susanna's Tito's. in the background. Maybe. <laughs> nah. Yeah, I always. Uh, I had this kind of thing like at night where I used to uh, masturbate. <laughs> Yeah, like you know, in the early morning hours. No, Jamie, but, he, he reveals that every episode. Uh, every that's, episode. Yeah, that's not exclusive. With a sock and, yeah, yeah long story. <laughs> but anyway, I listened to K-Big Mix 104. Like, that was like the radio show back in the day, you know? Like, K-Big Mix 104. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. The DJs Whoa. never really talked that much, but they just played a lot of music. And that's how I got my introduction into music. But yeah, I would listen to like Bette Midler. I listened to the first Mariah Carey song, like I Don't Want to Cry. Hey, it wasn't her first song. Uh, it doesn't matter. Never mind. Well, that was the one that <laughs> Vision made of her, Love. Yeah. That was the one that made her pretty big, though. You know, like that. Oh, was so you like Mariah Carey back when she was punk. Well, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Back when she was underground. Yeah. But I always, yeah, Before I always listened to. I listen to these songs like with Rod Stewart and all these guys, and they're great pop songs. Elton John, beautiful stuff coming in. And man, I was like, wow, these are just great songs. And at night, I would always get these like early, just pumped up feelings. I could never get to sleep, you know, just listening to K-Bang, Wait, right? that's, the music. That's, was that the big thing you're admitting? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. 
But most people wouldn't find that. I thought as, you killed a guy or something. No, yeah. of course not. Oh. But most people would find that as like not popular. I guess. Yeah, because but you know what? Um, faggy. <laughs> <laughs> not PC. It's content. <laughs> no, but because I I listen to a lot of talk radio and um to help me go to sleep because <laughs> talk radio won't get me all amped up. And I heard about this. Did you hear about this murder in Chicago? Mm. It's, it's, oh yeah! Oh, Al Capone! Yeah. What? No, no. This is no. This, this, this <laughs> happened say like Valentine's Day massacre. Sure, it, it happened like last night, or at least the story was reported last I night. I heard this I on Coast to Coast, actually. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. Huh? I'll back you up too. I heard it as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that what the back of your hand tastes like? <laughs> okay. Um. But uh, I, I. So I did some research and. Uh, and I uh, and I read about the story, and apparently, uh, what happened? It went something like this. I haven't seen a crime scene this messy in my twenty years on the force. What man would do such a thing to a family? This is no man. This is the work of an animal who breaks into an apartment, shreds a couple, and a three-year-old son. The higher-ups have sent over a special detective for this case. Okay, give me the skinny. What is the time of discovery of the murder? What the fuck is that? I'm a gruff the crime dog. But you're a... Crime dog. I just told you. But, but you're like a humanoid dog. You walk upright and you, you move like a... A person? I have feelings like one too, you asshole. So sorry. No disrespect, sir. All taken. Now, from what I can see, the perp broke into the apartment via the kitchen window. Seeing from the flow of the carnage, he waited in the kitchen until the husband came in and he slit his throat. With a broken champagne flute, then stabbed him 30 to 40 times in the chest and face. Do you pee inside or... Or outside like a mutt? Is that what you're asking me? I'm a humanoid. I move and walk and talk like a human being, idiot. I'm wearing pants for crying out loud. I can use the restroom just like you. Uh, so sorry, sir. So, as we can see in these bloody feet prints, the wife bursts in. She is frightened. He chases her into the living room, punches her in the chest and face, bites her arm twice, and chokes her with a scrunchie. Oh, so, can you, uh... Yes, I can lick myself, and it's awesome! The perp hears crying and runs into the nursery. Kid runs underneath his legs and into the dining room, where the perp breaks off the child's leg and beats him until he dies with his own leg. So were you a human that turned into a dog, or a dog that turned into a person, like the Ninja Turtles, or a... Or like, or like what, did my dad fuck a dog? Is that what you're asking me? Yes, I... Yeah, it's fucking embarrassing. My dad fucked a dog, and then nine months later I was born. Are you happy now? Can we focus on the killer that's on the loose? Man, I really need a cigarette. See if there's any more around here. I saw one put out on the coffee table. You flatfoots, that's a clue. There are no ashtrays in the house, and the house doesn't smell like a smoker's apartment. The monster smoked a cigarette, you know, like you do after sex. So after he killed the family... Hey, let me smell it. Oh, it's a Ben Sherman cigarette. The perp is a male of Italian descent. Ciao! I'm of the landlord of this place. It's a cry and a shame of what happened to these NASA people. What the fuck is that? I'm a crime dog, and I'm the lead detective on this case. Hey, by chance, do you have a cigarette? Yeah, uh, sure. Uh, you need a lighter? No, I'm good. It's him! Rock! Detective, detective, detective. Hey, detective, don't oh. rip off his jugular. What do we do? I don't know. We got him!
You killed him! Uh, we could have taken him in and prosecuted him. I know. I'm sorry. Sometimes I can't help it when the dog gets triggered. Uh, that's okay. Who's a goo boy? Me! Who wants a treat? I, I want that treat! <laughs> Stay! Stay! Big! Big! Give me that treat or I'll bite your nuts off! Good boy! Pretty weird, right? Very weird. Man, I'm glad I don't live in that city wherever that took place. Well, well I'm just wondering, like, it, did they... It, was he, like, trained as a as a pup to be in the crime force? Because uh, I'm pretty sure it would have been, like, on 2020 or 60 Minutes. Something. Well, his dad was a dog, so his mom must have been involved in... No, didn't you didn't you hear the news story? Oh, I Didn't thought... you hear my reenactment of the news story? The, the dad had sex with a dog. Oh, I thought it was the other way around. Like, reverse genders. Never mind. No. I think bestiality is a major problem growing in America. Do you honestly feel that? Yeah, because I mean, I've I've heard about like people having sex with cows and. Well, horses. I think we're just hearing about it more about it because of the internet and there's oh, more It's probably available. yeah, because like like multimedia news yeah, goes before, out there before cowfuckers dot com. <laughs> Nobody ever knew about like, cow. How would you hear about <laughs> yeah, it? Exactly. No? Yeah, yeah, you did. In the newspaper, no, in, no, in, the, in like LA Weekly in the back. Why would you ever be attracted to an animal, though? I just, I don't get that. Desperation. People are attracted to things for all kinds of different reasons. Uh, you know, you're, there's people that are unattractive and have no social skills, and then they're just like, hey, man's best friend. But man's, isn't that, isn't that kind of... Man's best friend is loyal to me. I'm going to marry this dog. Yeah. But now I've always asked this, isn't that rape, like, against an animal? Yeah, that's why it's wrong. Well, yeah, because, like, the animal necessarily doesn't want now, Sometimes, it, right? though, sometimes... The animal wants it, man. Sometimes if you get a, a animal horny enough, you could put your dick in it, and it won't know the difference, and it just enjoys itself. But in what case? <laughs> Every case. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes animals like it. You, you know, you've never been, you never had your leg humped. Yeah, yeah, by, by dog. Yeah, sure. Or, but or, I don't feel like I'm getting raped. Sorority girls. Yeah, but I, the dog's I, I enjoying do. it. But the dog's enjoying itself, even though you're a human. Yeah. And, I guess. And, and you go, no, stop. And you try to kick it off, but it's like, nah, not having it. But a dog is so cute sometimes. You ever you know? see a it's cat like, fuck yeah, a stuffed animal? Well, I, no. you know, I don't know. There's lots of women that are attracted to Kobe Bryant, but he definitely, you know, had his way. This show isn't released to the public, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure. Uh, no, this one's definitely going to be <laughs> chopped up. The, the, Suzanne is in the room. The things your boyfriend says I oh, made me wow. blush. I'm just, I'm being honest, you know, like, I've never once had an attraction to an animal, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's kind of a weird thing, right? But you've attracted an animal, you've had a, you've had your leg humped. Well, so have you, I'm sure. I know, I'm just saying that yeah. animals, you know, they don't care. You guys ever fucked a snail? No. Fucked a snail? Mm-hmm. With, they, a, with your dick? You can handle it. Oh, finger pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that, of course. Never occurred to me. <laughs> but I'm going to go home and... Think about it. Next time it rains, man. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> That's the best time if you want to just go on a finger fucking snail rampage, man. Uh, right after it rains. <laughs> I don't know. I just, that, now that would be rape. Like Mike was, what Mike was talking about, the non-consensual. There's no way any snail enjoys. No, 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 the no, no, no. Not true. A snail can give you a wink that says everything you need to know. I don't think they have eyelids. <laughs> yeah, uh, when they do this, they're like. <laughs> For the for the for the people listening, I put up my arms up like their antennas or like the snail eyes, and then I contracted one down. Oh, that's right. Those are the eyes. Yeah. All right, Jamie, you're the most like 
happiest guy I know. Uh, like you're very positive all the time. Like what 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 get what what gets under your skin? What's the last time what, you what get, lost what your gets temper? Your, what gets your goat? Yeah. What gets my goat? Ooh, mm-hmm. what a fun question. Um, well, my, the nature of my job right now, um, there's a lot that can get under my goat. So uh, you uh, work for the Improv, mm-hmm. and you're making them breaking careers left and right. That's that's my job. Basically, I book the Improv right now. Um, and in the last two months, at this the helm of this capacity, I get probably between one and 200 emails a day. Constant emails, texts, Facebook messages from comedians, agents, managers, coworkers, um, anyone you can think of who are trying to get their way onto the improv stage. And people are relentless in how they do it. And it's nonstop and constant and the favors you're supposed to do. And it's just this fucking insane job. So as positive as I try to be, there are days I go home and like, the nature of this job is to make everyone happy, and it's impossible. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I couldn't even imagine doing your job because just with my show, The Punk House, I get a barrage of emails and texts daily. I'm sure, yeah, and that's just for just one show, like one night a week, and you're doing that for you know on on that stage. I, I would, I would go nuts. Yeah, so I mean, I'm only two months in, so I'm still like kind of honing my defense mechanisms and learning how to approach it. Um, but, but, you, yeah. but you haven't lost your temper and yelled at anybody? No. Well, yesterday <sighs> was the first time. I, I didn't lose my temper. But I got a call first thing in the morning. I get to work. I'm like, all right, let's make this day awesome. First call is from an agent. And he just had the kind of this like attitude about him. And he was asking why his um, client wasn't getting booked. And he's kind of being a dick about it. And I tried my best to be cool about it. Um, ended up hanging up the phone. I was probably very passive aggressive. <laughs> But um, but man, like I'm starting to get to that point where I'm just like, "Fuck you!" So you didn't say goodbye and you just hung up on him. Um, I probably said peace. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, peace. Um, that showed him. But no, I mean the nature I, of this job is be more effective, though. I think it probably would be because it, it would have come off as of sarcasm. It's like there's no way he meant that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I try to be positive, and um. And it's important to be positive in this world to get get shit done that you want to get done. But man, this job can can wear on you. But also while you're there, because a lot of people get really loopy there. Has has there been any uh, in the short time that you've been there any any big spectacles or events that's happened due to uh, uh, people getting out of line? Well, I don't know if you heard about this, but I think about a month and a half ago, a guy uh, rushed the stage. Nuh-uh. Yeah, it was on the 420 show of all shows. Like in a rock band. Like Apparently the comic was up on stage and was talking shit to someone in the audience and the audience member took umbrage and rushed the stage. Punches were thrown. People were thrown out. The cops were called. Who was the comic? You know? I'm not going to say. What's the first letter of his first name? Q. <laughs> oh, Quincy Jones? Uh, Quincy Quint- Jones. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Cubert Jones. <laughs> Just Cubert, the actual. <laughs> no way. Like, why would anyone get so boing, so pissed boing. off that they were just like... People get drunk and they get crazy. People get drunk and they get crazy. But, like, but why? you would get I drunk mean, and crazy. You get drunk and you get more mellow. I guess so, because I'm so mellow right now. Yeah. Jim Beam. <laughs> but you gotta maker. you gotta wonder about that. Like, like, people are paying to see a show. Like, why would anyone just get so... 
You also gotta remember, like, in, just in LA alone, there's so many people that are just crazy. Just in, like, there's, out of my friends, there's at least, like, four or five that I'm just kind of like, I love you, but, uh. You're but, psychopath. But, yeah. But, you know. Like, I keep you, like, uh, like Mike, <laughs> you're a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always keep you at arm's distance. No, but you know what I mean? Like, there's people that I'm just like, I don't understand how you make it through the day. I got, got speed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're in a situation where, like, people, a lot of people don't know their, their limits. And they're like, sure, mom, I'll. They don't drink every day. So they're like, oh, this long iced tea is delicious. I'll have four of them. And the next thing you know, they're... They're being called out in public by some guy on the street. I can understand that. better than you. But I've, I've heard a lot of com- comedians coming from the East Coast saying that, you know, L.A. is a pretty laxed audience. In other words, like, they're pretty mellow, you know? Like, they don't... Uh, when you come to L.A., you don't get heckled as much as you do, like, in New York or Chicago or I've heard whatever. that before. Yeah, well, I'm sure that's true. I mean, yeah. it's very yeah. rare. That was a bit, like the only incident in a year and a half that I've been there. But, but where the cops know, were called? Uh, but even like with like people, like even in your own family, I know like my family, like my family members embarrass me all the time whenever I go out with them. Like uh, I don't know, have you ever been in that situation? Uh, like like Mike, <laughs> like weren't you embarrassed by a family member not too long ago? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, my dad uh, took me to a restaurant and Mister uh, C. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He did. He took me to a restaurant and. How did we uh, go? It, 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 it was an Olive Garden, and my dad's Italian. He didn't like it. And uh, well, How did it go? <laughs> it went a little something like this. Happy, 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 happy birthday to you. Hey! Blow out the candles, Mom. And here's a piece of cake and your check. Thanks again, guys. Oh, thanks, everyone. What a fun song. And this cake looks amazing. None for me. I got the old wasteland to worry about. <laughs> Dad? Mmm, <laughs> this is so decadent. What the hell? What is it, Dad? This is ridiculous. The bill here is charging us 40 bucks for the cake. Honey, that's gotta be a mistake. Here, ask the waiter. Dad, Dad, don't embarrass him. Shut up, Michael. Excuse me? Sir? Yes? It looks here like you charged us for the birthday cake. Oh, no, 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 no. The cake is complimentary, of course. The extra charge is for the entertainment. Entertainment? There's no entertainment here. Well, the birthday song didn't exactly sing itself. The birthday song? Forty bucks for the birthday song. That's ludicrous. That wasn't entertainment. Well, we did assemble an entire waitstaff to sing it for you. There's only like three waiters here. And two busboys, Jose and Marco, who literally stopped everything they were doing to come sing happy birthday to your wife. I'd like to speak to a manager, please. Okay. Was he flustered just now? That looked like flustered. Honey, just let's pay the extra money and get out of here. It's totally fine. Yeah, Dad. Shut up, Michael. Hi, I'm the manager, Sergio. What seems to be the problem this evening? It seems our bill shows a $40 entertainment charge. Yes, that is correct. They're so good, aren't they? Look, I'm not paying for that crappy birthday song. Okay, I understand. I'll go back and take care of this right away. Thank you. See, guys, you just gotta speak up to get what you want in the world. That's how you get things done. Happy, 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 happy birthday to you! Hey! Oh, very good, very good. I'm sure they did a much better job this time. I'm so sorry again for the problem. Here is your adjusted bill. Have a wonderful evening. 
what the wait 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 this still has the forty dollar entertainment charge oh no 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 you see here we voided out the first entertainment charge this charge is for the second improved birthday song are you fucking kidding me didn't you hear the symbol we added that time look i absolutely refuse to pay an extra penny for that song okay let me see what i can do Jesus Christ, can you believe this? Honey, let's just pay it and go. Yeah, Dad. Michael, for the last time, shut the fuck up! Okay, my sincere apologies. Here is one more adjusted bill. I'm happy to report that we've completely voided the birthday entertainment charges. <sighs> Thank you. It's about time, you know? People would... Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute, wait a minute. What's this new fourteen ninety nine charge? Oh, that... That's just an extra charge for the Starlight Mints that came with your bill. We're leaving. Let's get out of here, family. Dad! Dad, you always do this. You always embarrass me. I'm going to hurt you when we get home. I don't like what you're doing. I wish you weren't my son. Uh, sir, I ran your credit card and it's been declined. Run it again! That's a gold Visa MasterCard Express. I ran it three times. Uh, you know what? It's, it's probably our computers. Uh, you know, the, there's something going on. Do, do you have another card? You are embarrassing me in front of my family. It is my wife's birthday. Okay. Well, you can either uh, give me another credit card or uh, give me cash. Or I or can we have a moment, please? Just come over here, just for a moment. Okay. Look. All right. I hate my son. It's my wife's birthday. Dad. What? What? Get back over to the table. Wait. Wait. Oh. My life. It's a very bad life. Huh? <laughs> Mike, your family's fucked up. No, nah, no, nah, yeah, my dad's very Italian-centric. I mean, I was on his side, but at the same time, he seemed kind of like a jerk. I know, right? Well, I know, yeah, you know, when you come from the background that you come from, you know, food is very oh, uh, proper. And- he, he's, he's, he, has a, he has fiery blood. So, yes. Okay, so because considering you guys are Italian, and very Italian, why yeah. are you guys eating at the Olive Garden? Uh, yeah, my, my dad never liked that. Uh, you know, it's just. But you never stood up to your mom? I, yeah, no, my mom always liked it. And, uh, yeah, they have good garlic bread. That's about it. Yeah. It's just white bread. And yes. And then they just uh, paint on uh, with a brush, the, yeah. the butter, and then it's garlic salt. I, th- there's really nothing Italian about the Olive Garden. I mean, it. it Except for when you're there, you're. Your family. Yes. That's, like, that's very yeah, Italian. Yeah, that's the only uh, Italian thing about it, yeah. There's noodles yeah. with cream. <laughs> cream sauce. <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, calling that food Italian food is a real crime. Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. I, I, uh, I wasn't going to bring it up because Ed already had an awesome crime story. But did you guys hear about uh, that other crime that was going down in that other city with the, uh, the undercover cops and the criminals and they were kind of having a little war going on? I heard about this on MSNBC. Yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I I read the whole story front to back in the newspaper, and I'll just recap it for you guys. It, it went a little something like this. Are you sure you don't have an audio recording? Okay. <laughs> 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 ah! Guys, this is nuts. I'm not a cop. I swear. Shut up. We found the wire. We know you've been recording us. I should kill you right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Take it easy, Hank. Go cool off for a bit, all right? Marcus! He knows everything about our operation. Hey, I said go cool off. All right. All right. Wow, well, Hank's really mad. This ain't good, Reggie. You really hurt his feelings. 
He trusted you. Please, Marcus, just let me go. Well, you know we can't do that. Look, if it were up to me, we'd blow torch your face, cut off your hands, and dump you in a landfill. But Hank, he's crazy. I've seen what he does to undercover cops' dicks, and it ain't pretty. Dicks? Oh, yeah. When he's really mad at someone, that's the part he takes it out on. It's sick. Hank's forgotten more about dick mutilation than you and I could ever imagine. Just keep him away from me. Out of my way! I'm chainsaw his penis! <laughs> Hank! Gonna do it! Hank, wait outside, now! No fun. You've gotta keep him away from me! Believe me, I want to. Maybe if you give me some info, like who you're working for and what you've told them... I, I, I can't do that! Come on, give me something! Who else is working with you undercover? Are there others? I can't! Who wants penis smoothie? I feel like making penis smoothie! Yum, 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 bitch! <laughs> hey, hey, get out of here! He makes penis smoothies? Yeah, it's like a normal smoothie, except with little chunks of penis. Then he forces the guy whose penis he cut off to drink the penis smoothie. Oh my god! Oh, that's nothing. One time he skinned a guy's dick, stretched the dick skin over his hand like a glove, and then fist-fucked the guy in the mouth with his dick fist. Marcus, please! He's crazy! Oh, I can't help you if you won't help me, Reggie! Listen, I promise I'll protect your penis from Hank. Just tell me what I want to know. Who's ready for penis, mummy? <laughs> this belt sander sure is! <laughs> and what about the penis smoothie? Screw penis smoothie. I want to see his penis mummy. What's penis mummy? Oh, penis mummy. That's where Hank carefully sands away every piece of dick skin off. Then he wraps the bloody penis in salted masking tape, making it look like a mummy. He waits a while and then rips off the strips of masking tape, taking away tiny bits of dick flesh each time. Then he retapes the bloody penis and does it again over and over until eventually... Slowly but surely, there's no more penis left. Yeah! Penis mummy! Okay! Okay! The cops know about the drug shipment tonight at the Bayside docks. Big Eddie is one of our informants, and we've had both of your phone lines tapped for months. <laughs> That's just what we needed to hear. <laughs> the old good criminal, bad criminal routine works every time. Do you think penis mummy would even work? Let's go find Big Eddie and find out. Well, two uh, two insane crime stories in one episode. I mean, that that one was so bad, Susanna left the room. <laughs> 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 Who knew that penis mummy could be so polarizing? <laughs> I think it sounds cute, out of context. <laughs> so what kind of kid were you in, in high school? Um, high school was my kind of white boy wishing I was blackface. Ah, um, at one point, I had hair ext- extensions in my hair. Really? What is that? Actually, like hair extensions. Like, what is that? You you go to a place and you buy, for in my case, horse hair extensions, like a bag of horse hair, and then you have a young black lady um, weave it into your hair, so that you have long, kind of like dreadlock looking. So, like, did you have like cornrows or? What? They're not cornrows. They're just like you said, like long braids. Horse horse hair is very smooth and silky, so like mm-hmm. it looks like you have really 
but they looks were, like you have John Bon Jovi here. But they were braids, though. They were braided, yeah. yeah. It's pretty terrible. Do you remember the name of the place where you went for it? I don't. All I know remembers that was in Panorama City. Do you remember where to find pictures of you with that hair? Oh, if, if on Facebook, <laughs> I, I have a uh, on Facebook. It's called Jamie Flam, the early years, and it documents all my worst years. <laughs> well, that's how you own it, putting it out there in the public. Mm-hmm. No, I was terrible and wonderful. But you have a nice set of hair. Like, why would you want to go with like? Well, when you're in high school, you're like you're really insecure, and you're trying to find yourself. And in trying to find yourself, you end up covering up your your real self. Oh my god, I was the worst. I remember being on a, on a cruise. I went on a Hawaiian cruise with my family, Ooh. and I had these extensions in my hair. And I just I, I laugh now thinking about what other people thought of me, like this <laughs> fucking sixteen or seventeen year old kid with with extensions, and wearing bandanas. Wow. Yeah, man. But you were probably like a rock star. Like, I mean... Uh, were you, did your other friends debatable. do that too? Was that your crew? Did everybody do the um, same thing? I always took it to the extreme. <laughs> I always took it to the extreme. Yeah, man. You were too extreme to hang with anybody. They're like, Jamie's crazy. You I were was, the crazy kid, the weirdo. Psycho, man. You were the weirdo in high school? Um, yeah, I was kind of the weirdo. Um, <laughs> but I, I mean, I'm definitely like just like the ultimate case of someone trying to fit in. I I don't see that because I feel like you, uh, I feel like you have a good standing of where you are, you know, like I think you're very strong and you've helped a lot of people out, like including me. Uh, but I understand because I mean, even yeah. at my age, I still feel like I'm trying to fit in, like no matter what. I you think know? you're always at some level trying to fit in yeah. in this world. You just try less hard. Yeah. <laughs> I grow. just want everybody to like me. That's kind well, of my thing. That's like failing going, miserably. <laughs> going back to what we were talking about earlier with like you know, booking the improv and like, I have to like release that for the first time in my life. The idea mm-hmm. of everyone liking me because there's no way I can have that. So I'm like, it's the biggest challenge of my life. Cause I've lived my entire life trying to have everyone like me. You're going to come out of that. Uh, uh, such a stronger person. I will, but it's fucking hard right now. Well, what jobs did you have when you were younger? What jobs? Yeah. Just jobs I've had. Yeah. Like when you were Your younger. first job, like, yeah. My first job was at a, um, a dry cleaner. I got fired after one day. What happened? Or what? I think I just did a shitty job. But I remember going back in the second day and I was like, you don't need to stay. <laughs> I was 14. Did you like strip up some guy's suit or something? Or the clothes like, came I don't out even dirty. remember. I just remember like all I had to do was sort things and I yeah. apparently did not sort correctly. You probably just were asleep the whole time. That's why you don't remember. I got fired from like within two hours at a place one time. And this was like in my 20s. Where? Boyo loco. No, it, it was some oh, Italian restaurant. I don't even know if it's still there, but it was at the Hollywood and Highland. And uh, I was. This was like a really rough time in my life where I was unemployed for like four months. And I was desperately trying to find something. And uh, and I've been working in restaurants like forever. And then I went to this one place and like okay, so I came in and. Uh, and it was just an intense Italian guy that was just on my case the whole time. And everything was just, like, wrong and he wasn't happy with anything. So then, like, after, uh, like, an hour and a half, he was just like, uh, you know what? It's okay. You should go. And I was like, but, but, but. He's like, he's like no, like, here's here's $15 for your time. <laughs> and I was just like, what, do, what do you blow it on? What? What do you blow <laughs> the 15 bucks on? Probably some. Top ramen? Yeah, some bread. Uh, yeah, top ramen and egg. Ooh. And a 40. <laughs> King Cobra, motherfucker. <laughs> wow, you must have been doing everything wrong. 
Like it was in the middle of a shift. Well, that was a, that was a weird time because like like every restaurant that I've ever worked at in the past, I've stayed for like I'm there for like three four years. At like least that. two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least. Two but weeks. but that time like like every job I that was a weird four months where like I would get jobs and I would leave because it was obviously like something bad. Like I I worked at this one place called the Kokomo Cafe that was in the Grove, and on my second day, the dishwasher comes up to me and he only speaks Spanish. He was like. Can you ask them when they can pay? They haven't paid me in like three weeks. And I'm like, oh, no. Because on my first day, the owner just gave me cash. He's like, oh, I'll just pay you cash. And I was just like, uh-oh, this this sounds weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so then I left because I didn't want to, you know, find, you, I didn't want to dedicate more time there to not get paid. Yeah. And then, uh, Dinero and it was your ethics. You didn't want to work at a place that was like screwing other, screwing over other people. Well, I didn't want to work and get broker. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, when I give it a good spin or a better spin you know I just gotta say like I think all three of you guys like I mean you're saying that in some ways like I don't know you never you've always tried to fit in right um I find that odd because I think like you three guys are like some of the easiest guys to get along with so like the because fact that you have to consider thinking about like getting along with people it strikes me as odd because I mean I think you guys are just well, easygoing that guys. That comes after like, a lifetime of people. Jamie, I've ass. known you for a long time. I've never once thought you were just an uneasy guy to get along with. Uh, Ed, I've known you for years. Uh, the first time I met you, like I never once thought like this is going to be a hard guy to get to know. <laughs> uh, Kevin, when I first met you, we started talking about video games right away, and largely you destroyed our relationship because you stopped playing video games, but. What I'm saying is, when I first met you, like it was very easygoing. Like we were just, but that's the thing. Like yeah. we're, we're we're practiced at knowing what people want to hear and like what to do to fit in, so so we can fit in in any situation. Mm-hmm. But how is that fitting in? Like for I mean, millions. Yeah. Like I've always felt like uh, I've been the oddball out. Yeah, you sense. are. Yeah. <laughs> Since <laughs> day always, one, you've been like, true. "What the fuck is this guy it's talking true. about?" But I've always felt at home with yeah, you three first guys. First time I hung out with Mike, he was like talking about video games like nonstop. I'm like, "What the fuck is this guy's problem?" But it's, <laughs> the first time I hung out with him, I was like, "Why are you trying to get to know me?" <laughs> but you know, I've always felt at home with like with you three guys in this room. I've always felt at home. Like I don't know, nothing ever didn't matter. You know. Mm-hmm. I wish the the song Iris. By the Goo Goo Dolls came out right now. Oh, that's a great song. I want you to know who talk I about am. Jamie. Talk about guilty pleasures. That was one of my guilty pleasures. I fucking Iris. love that song. I love that song too. I love Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> and I don't know I just want don't you to know who I am. And you know that wasn't even written by the Google Dolls. It was actually written by the Google Dolls, Dan. not the Google Dolls. The Google Dolls. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a bit drunk. That was actually not written by the Google Dolls. It was written by, by the Ask Jeeves Dolls. Uh, it was actually written by outside writers, but they performed the song. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. The Netscape writers. <laughs> so Jamie Flam, how can your fans find out about what you're doing? Listen up, fans. <laughs> Roll ears. Roll up the car uh, windows. Go to J A M I E F L A M dot com, Jamie com. Um, you can also uh, find the podcast I do, the, the Longshot Podcast dot com. Very good show. Immaculatize dot com for my hippie shit. And where else? Can the Spanglers. Spanglers. Oh, the Spanglers website dot com. 
And you have a show coming awesomely up. Awesomely funny show. Or not a Spangler show, but a La Encantada show coming oh, up with uh, La-Encantada.com. Mm-hmm. I got way too much shit going on. Um, you can go to Google.com. You type in my name. <laughs> and, uh, literally hundreds of websites will come up, including the fort and uh, the second column website appearances I've made. Talk about uh, La Encantada. That was pretty cool. You had a very amazingly big show recently that raised a lot of money for charity. Yeah, we did a show in March called um, Fancy and Enchanting. And we booked some of my favorite people like Bob Odenkirk, um, Garfunkel Notes, Jerry Miner, and Rob Delaney, and a bunch of other people. The Spanglers, of course, played. But yeah, it was this awesome event, and people got dressed up, and we really tried to make it a full event for everyone. It's awesome. And we raised over $7,000 for leukemia and lymphoma. Amazing. But Long Cantata um, is my next big... I'm putting everything into that. It's like basically a production company, but the goal is to create events that are inspiring and entertaining and empowering and try to change the world through um, charity work and, and just producing things that are awesome. Kind of selfish, but hey, you know what? <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. No, I, I, I think it's great. My life is completely better just because I know Jamie Flam. So. Hey, guys, you guys are a treat, each and every last one of you. Get your hand off. I want to do an H.J. next. H.J. <laughs> <laughs> over here, buddy. <laughs> All right, Jamie Flam. Yeah. Thank you, Thank you guys. Jamie. I love you guys. And also follow him at Jamie Flam on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And then stick around, everybody, because we're about to have the Ford wrap-up. Woo-hoo! Yeah! Yeah! Up, little giddy, compare, compare, yeah, yeah. Man, look at all this stuff that I get to shoot here with my pistol. I love living in the old west. You got barns, you got cactuses. Look at that, there's a vulture up there. You ain't eating my carcass today, vulture. Wahoo! Foot wrap up, welcome. Wait, you said kapur, kapur. What was that? <laughs> oh, I was loading my guns. <laughs> So I, I, but I had to make the noise to, to scare off all the other little critters. What if, what if we just let Kevin go and that was the entire, the entire fort? <clears throat> well, speaking of which, Kevin, you you got pretty uh, sick last week. I got sicker than I've I've been in quite a long time. Last yeah, weekend. like fever and yeah. S- Saturday to Monday, I was I was uh, just on the couch, um, no energy, having crazy fever thoughts. My 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 brain was baking like a like a fried egg on a. On a, on a pork salad day. No. Um, <laughs> My God, he's, he's and, thinking he's still in the Old West. <laughs> and I, uh, and I, uh, I set a record. I, I watched uh, 14 movies yeah, in three well, days. That's what you do when you're sick. You know, on you don't couch, like yeah, just, just nonstop movie watching. So, uh, so I got to catch up on a lot of stuff. Those so feverish dreams, though, those are the worst because it's like... And you can't sleep. You, you, you think you're... Well, you kind of are asleep, but you, you tend to like get into these weird loops. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah, Over and over again, something. It's like, it's like you, repetitive... You, you, you know you, when you have those... Uh, like, like when you're falling asleep and you kind of have like that little kind of half dream mm. when you know you're about to fall asleep. Ooh. Like those half dreams when you have a fever are like... Crazy intense, so you can't even go all the way to sleep because you start like kind of nodding off. And then it's like, like all this craziness, you know, like, and it just kind of wakes you back up. Yeah, did yeah. you kill an ex girlfriend like Don Draper did in his? <laughs> oh, yeah, I strangled so many bitches and put them under my bed. It was insane. 
That's our little spoiler alert too. Which oh, season, yeah. If you haven't seen season five of Mad Men, season sorry. five, episode six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't the finale. No, no, no. But uh, yeah, crazy fever, and I was like, yeah, I, and and I got scared too because I was having like like fever paranoia. Where I was like, because I've read, you know, like on. Like Did you smoke any hashish though while while you were? No, sick? no, I didn't smoke, didn't drink yeah. anything. I was just sober the whole time. Ooh. But I was worried that because That's all like I, like I know I've heard where like <laughs> like fevers like if fevers get too hot and too crazy. And like, if you're not sweating, then the fever can just like bake your brain, and you can like lose brain cells. Well, that's and that's have brain little, damage. No, but that's that's pretty. But that's a thing that ha- that's happened. That's that, pretty intense that fever. Though. Yeah, but yeah, that's a real thing. And so I was freaking out because like I wasn't sweating, and my head was just getting hotter and hotter. And that's I was never like, happened to me. I I sweat no matter what. Oh yeah, like I, I like that was on Saturday, and like I didn't. Don't didn't you I wake didn't up though sweaty? Sunday. Like didn't you when you no. fall asleep you wouldn't wake up sweaty? No, yeah. no, I wasn't sweating at all, and it was freaking me out. Huh? But then on Sunday. Like, like I started sweating like around like four in the afternoon yeah. and it was just, I was just gushing and it felt so good yeah. just to be having cold sweats. Like, ah, such a relief. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better, Kevin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I still got the cough. I still got the chest congestion, yeah. but you know, like otherwise, like I feel normal again. I, I ended up, uh, you know, I had a, a itchy rash and my, my bottom lip swelled up. I that sent was a disgusting. picture to you guys. My, yeah. Mike texted us pictures of his hideous rash. Yeah. I think it, as far as I could tell, it was Eastern European in origin, but I don't know how I got it. Based on, yeah, based on internet, wor- internet. words that you pulled out of there. <laughs> no, internet. You know, I, I was looking up the rash, you know, but and it wasn't, you know, it was just itchy. It looked bad, but it wasn't, you know. You should have posted pictures. Are you pictures. saying that you got it from Susanna? I have no idea. I'm saying, yeah. but you know, the weird pain. thing is, my bottom lip swelled up, which I thought was very strange. That's never happened to me before. I think it's because uh, Ed put a uh, coke in your drink from the night before. Did you guys see my lip though? Didn't it look strange? Didn't it look like I? I look kind of stupid in the picture, actually. Well, I also think you were sad, so maybe you were <laughs> amping, amping the palate. A little, a little sad bit. with a fat yeah. lip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because Susanna was denying you ice cream, <laughs> so your your bottom lip <laughs> extended it's, outward. It was a picture, but it was quivering. I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, but uh, yeah, so you, you, you know what people do now is uh, when they have rashes and you know have, like weird lip stuff. Like if they have pictures of their sickness, they put it on Facebook and they're like, "Hey, everybody, what do I got?" And then you have like hundreds of people going like, "Oh, you got this. Hey, you got this. Maybe oh, you got that." You know what happened to me one time? Uh, this was being like four years ago. I put up on as my status uh, that um, it, this is on April Fool's Day. Actually, April second. Uh-huh. And I put, I was like, oh man, I thought the blood in my stool was an April Fool's joke for my body. Uh-huh. And uh, and people just started commenting on that and being like, oh, is it, is it like, uh, it, like, is it solid? Or is it runny? Like, like can, can you post a picture? Like, it's like, I'm a doctor. Let me, let me. and I was just like, uh, guys, that was a joke. <laughs> well, that was nice. So you actually have doctor friends on Facebook. Uh, that's good to know. I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But, but yeah, that's what people like. Yeah, some uh, I heard a story in NPR about uh, some woman or got her uh, kid diagnosed because her kid was like had this like disease, taking it to doctors and like nobody could figure out what it was. No kidding. It turned out it was this really rare thing. Like she posted the symptoms and, and like a picture of the kid on Facebook and like a, like somebody heard a story somewhere so they they told her like, hey, you need to get you know like like get it get them checked for this. Huh. She did, and it turned out to Bryson. be that one thing. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, it was like a, it was like a one out of. One in, one, in, one in a million chance. Does anyone ever use Facebook to hook up? Like, you know, Friendster used to be or like... Yeah, most... people do that all the time. Really? Yeah. So that's used for everything then, huh? I don't because I'm ugly. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, why do you say that, Ed? I'm kidding. I'm pretty, handsome. Pretty yeah. people use use the internet to hook up. Yes. Yeah. But if you're ugly, no hooking up. 
I don't yeah. know about that. Or if you're if you're just average, yeah. no hooking up. How how's the dating been going, Kevin? Like I don't know. You know, you haven't given us an update in a while. <laughs> that, that's what I'm talking about. It, it's uh, impossible. Well, you're not an ugly man. I mean, uh, but I'm not good looking enough. Nah, I don't know what it is. Um, no, uh, online. <laughs> I think it's just the website you're going to. What do you do? Like you do uh, plunky fish, fish okay, or something? Or, uh, you know and, the uh, names, Mike. Yeah, huh? <laughs> it's a, you know the names. I don't actually. I haven't been on uh, half of these things. Well, There's so, always a new one that pops up. But, but no, I and know. I, uh, the, the last time I had a speed dating, it was like maybe like two months ago, and hmm. nothing came of it. You know, whatever, it'll happen. You got to get out there. You know, <laughs> I got to hit the bricks. Once I start hitting the bricks. Then the the bricks. Oh, look up. at that guy! He's just pounding the floor. He's pounding the side of that firehouse. <laughs> yeah, because when you, if you want to get a girl, you got to be literal, you know. <laughs> you got to pound the bricks. Does that mean weightlift? Girls are attracted to literalness. Ah, oh. pounding the bricks. You know, getting down on the street. Ah, oh. getting the word out there. Hey, Kevin Single. Well, I haven't seen a brick laid street in a long time, but yeah, sure, I understand. Yeah. Well, you know, brick wall. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Actually, I had something weird that happened to me recently. Awesome. Uh, well, really recently. Anyway, uh, the the short version of the story is I met this girl, and then uh, uh, she emailed me, and uh, we're like, yeah. So then like we're like, yeah, let's go to the movie. We're planning to go um, on Friday. And then uh, right after the email, she sends me an email saying, uh, you haven't made any implication of this is a date. Uh, but just in case you are, I'm not available for dating. Uh, I think you're a nice person. And, and if you don't, if you're not thinking that this is a date, then forgive me for being, for being embarrassed. Uh, (laughs) that was, uh, well, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, you know, I mean, at least she's being up front. Yeah, she's being up front, at least. So uh, there's no confusion. Yeah, I know. You know? Were you uh, and then it saves you money. Like, I mean, what were you going to do? Take her out? You yeah, know? yeah, I know. Were, were you thinking it was a dated? Well, it, well, that's the thing. Because I know that they say that you should be forward and saying what your intentions are. But at the same time, it's like, like I don't know. Like, I'll go to this movie. Because, like, what if she ends up, like, being racist or, like, farts a lot? Like, I'm not. That's what I actually sent her in my email. <laughs> Uh, I told her I was like, well, to be honest, I thought you were nice and and attractive, but I didn't think that far ahead because uh, nice and I was like, what if you're racist? What if you fart on sunny days? Like that's that's only friend territory. I wouldn't want to date that. Wait, fart on sunny days? I don't know. I was just like <laughs> basically saying I was like, yeah, you're on trial here too. Yeah, because if a girl turns out to be racist, you can still be friends. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> unless she's racist to Mexicans. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's just awkward. Uh, she's like. Uh, Okay, great. She's like, I'm not racist, but I do fart a lot, or or something like. No, she says she is racist, but she's in fart, and I'm just like, ah. Well, did so, you end up going out though, or no? This was uh, we were going to go out on Friday, and, and then you just called it off. I'm, but no, no, I, I said, yeah, just uh, email me on Thursday. We'll figure it out. But I'm but I'm not going to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, because what? I already saw the movie, and I told her that I'd already seen the movie, and I'm not going to go see it again for you know. Yeah, if she ain't putting out, you don't have to take her out. When. I'd rather see the movie again by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting. Did she say why she wasn't uh, dating? Or I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. There was a bunch of other weird things that happened. On like, well, well like she had called me, and because uh, uh, we were we were on set on something, and she was like, "Yeah," just like, "Man, I'm recovering. I'm not used to being around smokers." And then she's like, "Do you smoke?" And I go, "Well, I'll, occasionally I'll have one if I'm out drinking." She's like, okay, because if you did, I was going to say, I, I can't sit next to you. And I was just like, ugh, what, <laughs> like, like, 
Like what? It's like she's she's putting so many rules on there before. Exactly. You, you That's what I was saying, and I was just like, all right, whatever. Uh, she sounds high strung. Yeah. 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 But at least she was up front, you know. But it saved Ed some money in the end. Dude. <laughs> well, yeah, because you don't want to like go and take her out and then have her. If she won't take your seed, you deserve to find someone your own speed. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Uh, about a minute ago. Oh, that's pretty good, Kevin. Thank you. <laughs> I wish I had the gift of rhyme. Oh, you know, I heard, um... You're a little dumpster. Well, yeah. I am, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a persona, you know. Uh, it's you! Yeah, no, uh, which I am gonna... Yeah, I've got stuff coming out, but... Uh, oh, okay. But, you know, did you guys hear that Little Fat uh, got shot? Yep. Who? Little Fat. Who's that? He's a P-H-A-T, yeah, Little you Fat. You know more about hip-hop than I do. I only know him, I only know him because he got shot. I never heard of him before that. This was today? No, it was a while ago, like last week. Hmm. I think he had like uh, he had a song called uh, "Fat City." Fat City, yeah, where all the fat comes to play. He had like a but with pH, you know, and like fat dog, you know, but like uh, fat dog. <laughs> <laughs> what the dog likes to come play? Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I heard he got. I, why? Why do rappers always get shot? Doesn't make sense to me. Sometimes yeah. they get stabbed. Yeah. Sometimes they get heart attacks. Sometimes That's they get true. run over. The fat ones. <laughs> Did you notice? Sometimes that, they get in plane crashes. Do you ever notice that some fat rappers they have a little bit of a lisp? Lisp. Uh, have you ever noticed that? You mean like Biggie Smalls? Well, Biggie Smalls when he would rap, I could tell there was like a lisp going on. Like he had a lisp. That was part of his charm. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but did you ever notice? But I've noticed mm-hmm. it with some other heavy, heavier set rappers. They tend they tend to have a little bit of a kind of a lisp. Who else? Um, Who's fat now? Um, not not in the pH sense, but the F sense. All the all the fat, boys but you know they're all were, fat. Were articulate. I don't know. I can't think of anybody. But I, big pun was articulate. Uh, fat big pun? Joe. Fat Fat Joe's articulate. Yeah. Is he? Yeah. Heavy D. Heavy D had a little bit of a list. The, the D was for diction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think Biggie Smalls had a lisp. Yeah. yeah, I think you're. I think you're being fattest. Well, maybe I am. Yeah, no, I mean I don't mean you know, heaviest. I, I listen. If you want to get fat, go for it. You know, just don't rap. <laughs> just don't rap in Mike's ear. Just offend him. <laughs> so anyway, all all any fans of Little Fat out there, you know, another one down, another one gone. Yeah. If I uh, I'm, another I'm, one gone. I'm gonna dump some of this uh, diet. Uh, you're staying in the carpet, Kevin. It was for Little Fat. <laughs> Little Fat, there's some Diet Cherry 7-Up for you. <laughs> I'm going to pour some in my mouth for Little Fat. <laughs> there's been a ton of deaths recently. There was a couple more that happened. Oh, you mean like in the rapper community or just in the uh, just in general? You're talking music in general. Well, musicians. Yeah, a lot of people have been dropping off. It's kind of weird and scary. But maybe it's just because we're surrounded by news so much that we just know all this right away. It's the it's the cycle of life. I I, I, uh, I welcome it. That's what John was talking about. Oh well, Rodney King just died. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I love he, this. He, he died early. He had some fat beats. Yeah. <laughs> we did you know why that he actually? Why can't we uh, just get along? Why can't we just just get along? Did you know that he actually started a record label? It didn't do anything, but he uh, he actually started a like an urban record label at some point. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, that was weird. And he ended up in a pool. Yep, died in the pool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was reading Google that uh, apparently the fiance's story isn't adding up. Oh yeah. So we'll see what happens. He was oh. getting married. Well, they did an autopsy today. And the uh, results haven't come in yet. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe. So stay tuned. <laughs> but but they're, but, they're, but yeah, you'll hear it here first. On the but fourth. he had an alcohol problem or something though. So they're just he had a lot of problems. Uh, they're, they're, you know. they're thinking it was a drunk pool accident. 
Yeah. No, I, I, actually, yeah, well, he did, he did battle. That's the funnest accident then. Oh, yeah. He died happy. Yeah, he, he did. He, he I always drunk. thought drowning would be pretty bad, but if you're but unconscious, if you're drunk, maybe you don't know. You know? Uh, it's supposed to be very euphoric. The moments right before you die from drowning. is. God, I don't know how that could be. Because, like, I mean, have you ever held your breath to the point at which you can't anymore? It's almost... Well, you gotta do scary. it. Scary. I mean, you gotta it's... do it, and then you and then you jack yourself off while you're while you're hanging on a rope. <laughs> yeah, the singer. Yeah, it's supposed to be awesome. Did the singer from NXS really die that yes, way? Yes, he Michael did. Hutchins, yeah, really, mm. for real. And David Carradine. That's it. God, that's so sad. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's just such a stupid way to die. You know. Don't knock it until you try it. Well, yeah. What are you gonna do? Like, jack off like a like a dullard. Well, yeah. I'm fine with like wagging off. I don't need to do like all this crazy. You you'll, know. Get, you'll get bored. You'll get bored. So what? Do enough. you put a noose around your neck and do it? And... I find other ways to make it exciting. What, you choke yourself? No, you put your I neck know, on the edge myself. of a table. Yeah. Huh? You press your neck against the edge of a table. Mm-hmm. You do that? I'm just the only way I can come. <laughs> while I well, set my, while I set well, my you... computer to uh, to porcupine porn. <laughs> Damn, Ed, you are nasty. <laughs> <laughs> you're, that's why you call me Miss Jackson. I'm gonna call you a little nasty. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, I am for real. I love that song. So good. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening to the Fort Podcast. Yeah, episode 42. And I like it. I also like it. <laughs> hey, must be the money. Hey, <laughs> must be the money. Those are the only two songs Mike likes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> thank you, everybody. And thanks for sticking around for the Ford Wrap Club. Wahoo! See you on the flip side, Jippy Jazz. Wahoo! Yeah! 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 Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.